everybody. Welcome to the very, 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 very first episode of Melanated Celebrated. I am one of your hosts. I am Ashley, here along with my bestie boo, Kiara. If you guys heard our trailer, which was kind of on accident, um, you will know that Melanated Celebrated is presented to you by Natural Hair Loves, and Kiara is the creator, founder, CEO, all of that. The HNIC okay. of Natural Hair Loves. Talk about it now. So, you know, we just decided to, to come together to give some content. We discuss things on the regular. You know, granted, we're a little corny sometimes with each <laughs> other. I think we have good quality things to talk about. And I feel like as black people in the current climate, we need a safe space. We need more than one safe space. To be able to to get our thoughts, to be able to brainstorm and collaborate. So we just want to have that space for everybody. Absolutely. Um, so with Melanated Celebrated, um, literally, we're just two dope melanated women um, out here trying to make it through life. Yes, Lord. You know, doing what we do to get it done. And sometimes uh, we don't. And sometimes we don't because I'm tired. I just folded up my clothes from two weeks ago. But y'all can, y'all can judge your mom and not me. Okay? Listen, that's a different conversation. <laughs> so on this podcast, we'll celebrate everything, as we just said. So we'll deep dive into conversations, um, love, life, living, and everything in between, everything that comes with that. But a little bit about ourselves and how we met. Yeah, girl. Because I'm super excited for that. You know? Um, so me and Ashley met in 2010. Sounds about right. 2010. You know, we've been rocking ever since then. Kind of stole her. From a cousin. Yeah. You know, listen, but I'm not in the business of stealing friends. However, I laugh at this all the time because it's quite funny. <laughs> I didn't really steal her, but I mean, I met her through my cousin, um, which is her best friend. It's what her other best friend. And we kind of just have been, you know, doing our 20s together, living life and getting through everything. Um, whether or not it's school, work, these niggas. These niggas. <laughs> And everything that literally comes with that. So, um, yeah, man, Melanated Celebrated is going to be a space to where we can just sit and talk through. Um, for those of us who don't have anyone to talk through with, um, this is where you'll be able to come and, you know, get those thoughts out. So feel free at any time to reach out to us, uh, DM us, email us, and hit us up on IG. This will be the first, actually, the first and last time that we'll shout out our Instagram pages. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Listen to me or catch me at, um, at Kiara Latre. That's K-I-A-R-A-L-A-T-R-E. And Ashley, yours is? Mine recently changed, girl. I done glowed up a little bit. Okay. Mine is I am Ashley Sade. That is I-A-M-A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-A-D-E. Like the singer girl, but I don't do that. You know, just don't don't send no requests in because I ain't gonna be able to do it, guys. But she's not a social media person, okay? No, no, I, I am. Y'all got any questions? Then more than likely be me. I got nothing for you. Nothing. So we'll go ahead and just talk into things. Um, every week we'll come with you to a, with a different episode. We'll have three different segments on each episode. Um, this first one, um, literally, you know, is gonna be our Walla Magic section where we kind of just shout out. Any dope individuals, any dope melanated individuals who are doing their thing, uh, whether it be in life and business. And we kind of just want to share those people uh, that we know, people that we meet or see um, via social media or anywhere else and allow you guys to check them out on your own. So um, we have two people for this first one. Uh, Super, super dope people. I'll kick it off. So one of our first Wala Magic intros is gonna be the, the young king himself mr benny star okay benny um benny is a dope dope artist um from the good old the good old country of charleston country lord country not state not we, no country country okay. we went to visit because let me tell you something it is one of a one of a kind wow. um but he's a super super dope artist i'm not even gonna just label him as a rapper he's a super dope artist activist um activist definitely for our people Absolutely. in every in every which way that he can be so he, he's definitely evolved from when he first started to doing music to way he to the way he does music now to what he is and what he represents in his community mm-hmm. um so he, he's been doing a lot a lot of big things here this year and i feel like it's only like the, the kickstart for him absolutely so. oh man benny's grown a while um, for a lot 
actually. His new um, his new work of art is a water album. Yes. Super dope. You guys make sure that you check that out. Um, I believe it's streaming on all platforms. Uh, you'll love it. Very audio visual. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, love that. And for our next person is Dr. Alexander Oladeli. Um, Alexander is a super dope person as well. Really good friend of mine. Um, he's actually the founder of Jet Black Travel and Restore Tour. Um, Jet Black Travel curates life-changing events and experiences for us as melanated people. Um, and Restore Tour, their mission is to increase the representation of minority professionals um, in a global workforce. So I definitely want to make sure that you guys uh, check both of them out as they are doing amazing, amazing things um, for us. And all and both of them are actually on social media, so it will be very easy to find. And you guys are actually collaborating on something. We are collaborating, okay? Jet Black Travel, Natural Hair Loves, and Ivani with a V. We are bringing to you a women's holistic and wellness retreat, uh, September of 2020. Yes. Super exciting. Get your coins together. Get your coins together. And your passports. Okay, and your passports. Get stamps. We're getting stamps all 2020. Um, So with that, um, super excited about it. Uh, We'll bring to you, you know, this first retreat and many more in the future. Um, it really is going to be a life-changing experience uh, for women, for black women, yes. um, you know, because we do need those spaces to heal, um, those spaces for self-care, and just to be in the, the presence and the energy of other black women, Right. you know, uh, the originals, the founders. We definitely need a, a tribe. It, it took a tribe to raise us. It's going to call for a tribe to continue to grow us into, you know, the, the good old ages. As I would call them, but yes, yeah, so it's that communal is definitely important for black people. We have to figure out a way, maybe not to be so sensitive about everything, but maybe mm-hmm. try to figure out how to come together and, and like you said, heal together. I believe that's so important. So I think that's a dope, dope thing that y'all are doing. So kudos, y'all. Thanks, girl. And you know, I look forward to I you look know, forward to you being getting out there on a yoga mat, guys. You know, I try to get my yoga on. Yoga, self care. Whatever it is, and again, that's why we have this space, because your self-care could be completely different from mine. Yes. Uh, So your celebration in life and what you deem as celebrating could be completely different from mine. Um, So with that, again, that's why we're trying to bring it all uh, to this space so that people will be able to see, um, you know, because it's crazy how with social media, we all relate so much universally through social media, Mm -hmm. right? But rarely do we have these spaces uh, to where we can talk um, and see, you know, like, hey, this happens in my family or in my life or at work, whatever it is. And, and just show, you know, sometimes we need more than just pictures or yep. uh, something of, of that sort uh, via social media. So, yeah, man, we're super excited about it. Um, make sure you guys check us out and definitely, definitely uh, subscribe. Go to our Instagram pages and um, sign up for emails because we'll be pushing emails out very soon. Uh, by the time this podcast actually launched, though, we'll definitely have pricing and all details and itinerary regarding the uh, retreat. And yeah, so with that, that's going to be uh, our Wild Magic segment. You know, so we look forward to, to sharing this, sharing and maybe putting some spotlight on some pretty Pretty amazing people of color, people with the good melanin going on for okay. them. To show, show some versatility, to show, you know, it takes one person for you to hear one story, for you to figure out a way for you to do something your own mm-hmm. way or to collaborate. So I think it's super important for us to be able to share that with y'all. So look forward every week to hearing the Wildlife Magic segment. And from that, we're going to slide right on over to our... One of our venting sessions <laughs> uh, is what we like to call Bish Wet. Bitch, what? Because you know when you with your friends sometimes and you, girl, listen, I got a whole story. And at the end, you're just like, bitch, what? <laughs> How? How did you even get through that or allow that to happen? Like, what did you do? Whether it's the grocery store, Walmart, because we know that's the devil. Listen. Target, when you go in there for two items, you leave out with five and you pay $267.32. Target will get you, girl. Listen, it, it, disrespectful is what Disrespectful. It is. So this bitch wet segment is a space where, um, you know, we'll just tell things that maybe it's crazy that it happened. Or not really necessarily a petty peeve, but kind of sometimes a pet peeve. So just a space to where we can talk about those things. 
Um, so I definitely have a bitch what. I'll let you go. I know I know the thing's been bubbling on. Girl, it's been bubbling. <laughs> okay, so let me tell y'all. So I went down to Curl Fest in Atlanta, um, where it was a festival for natural hair women. And I went down there uh, with my company, Natural Hair Loves. Uh, but before going, I stopped through in South Carolina to get my lashes done as a referral from a friend. <laughs> and I am livid. I, I am not the friend. Thank you. She's not the friend. <laughs> but it was a really good friend. And it was not her fault. Uh, she had nothing to do with it. Innocent bystander. Innocent bystander. Uh, but she's caught all the wrath. And I do apologize. <laughs> I love her dearly. But yeah, man. So I stopped through in South Carolina and got my lashes done. I was super, super excited about it. I mean, it's not my first time. But, you know, as a woman, having my lashes done and my brows, that just makes your face. Cycle about my nails. Girl, it just makes your face sometimes. And so anyways, I paid this full price for the lashes. The girl had a lot going on when I got there. So that kind of threw me off anyway. <laughs> but um, the next morning, you know, waited my 24 hours to get them wet. Which I know because I've gotten lashes before. But anyways, um, two days into these lashes, they start coming off. And I'm not thinking anything about it. Like, oh, a lash is, you know, falling here and there, whatever. But day six rolls around. <laughs> and on day six, my right eye is literally gone. Like, the lashes are gone. And I'm like, okay, what is going on? So, I uh, contact my friend who tells me, you know, reach out to her or whatever, whatever. So I reach out to the girl and literally the only thing that she was able to tell me was, you know, maybe get some coconut oil and get the, the left side off. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Like, get the left side off. I paid you full price for these lashes and I know we they should last six. more than six days. You know, so I'm like, huh. Just that that's it. Like you have nothing else for me. I mean, this really irritates my soul because as companies, startup companies, growing major companies, customer service is a huge, huge thing. Um, she was a younger girl and I would never, you know, uh, down her or her abilities uh, or even, you know, black owned businesses. I, I definitely don't want to say that because, you know, I love us for real. <laughs> so it is it's a misconception where people are just like, oh, black owned businesses with, you know, customer service, whatever, you know, but sometimes a lot of us really just don't know any better. Like we've never seen it done, had anyone to tell us any differently. Um, no one to really just be an advisor in different spaces. And I figured why not this should be the perfect time mm -hmm. <laughs> because i was that irritated well i'm like you know i'm a growing company as well and as a business owner if you've never had this um this experience with a client your first thing my first thing would be is to offer an immediate refund you know or at least half price or whatever like i'm not coming to you with false allegations i've sent you pictures i saw your lashes in. girl do you see the left side still has a that right was hella that right was hella gappy girls <laughs> i mean it hurt <laughs> but you look like you know how like when your grandma had that broom for a long time <laughs> <laughs> and some of the little straws come Just out like Did walking around like a raggedy room for a long I time been sleeping <laughs> and it was only six days like i literally don't understand this bothered me to the court that sis did not try to rectify this issue and you know i was just like whatever i'm just not gonna go to her anymore uh, but she did not understand she stopped you know answering my my messages and everything so um my pet peeve my bitch wet moment was literally like you know we got to do better with customer service as business owners so if no one's told you i'm telling you today <laughs> you know like do better make it right make it right that's it that's all i ask is for you to make it right you know to try to retain how are you going to retain clients if you don't even address or you know rectify issues that they have i don't understand but i'm gonna let it go you got to the lashes I, off now sis the lashes are gone the lashes <laughs> let it go like two or three on your lips but it's all right it's the fine. lashes let it go it's fine so yeah that's that's mine that's my bitch wet moment for the week my bitch wet moment is, you know, I myself already, I'm not a huge social media person. Like every now and again, I'll post something funny or uh, like I may post my grandma's birthday or my mom's, you know, just the, the little stuff here and there. But right. I'm not like super big on social media. So nothing makes my ass itch more 
than when I do get on social media. And I, and you see these people with these brand new personas. Like, mm. I'm all for evolving, right? growing. You have the right to change your mind, my nigga. You have the right to you, reinvent yourself. You could change your mind from two minutes mm-hmm. to five minutes, and that is your right. That is your God-given right. You're right. Howsoever, authenticity is so very, very important. Mm -hmm. And I just wish people would just get to a place. I I can't really say get back to a place because I feel like it's always been a bunch of phony shit. Mm -hmm. I'm a cousin Christian, so don't mind me. Um, It's always been some phony shit, you know. But I feel like, bro, how exhausting is that for you to... Try to put on and be somebody else when it's a whole gang of people that know you, that know That's you, my nigga, that legit saw you, yes. bruh. So now you're this person. Who are you? And you know those be the main ones that like don't nobody support me from my hometown or don't nobody do this girl because like, nobody knew you. My you know, like I don't think a lot of people even realize you have a voice and a tone Ugh. via social media, right? Mine is so, quiet. Right, yours is quiet. <laughs> However, <laughs> with being authentic, if you post something. And I know you. I've known you forever. I talked to you yesterday. And you post something. And I'm like, girl, I put it in the tone to where I know you. But you're being a completely different person. I can't can't do it. I can't support that. Not even not support it. I can't like that. Because who is that person? Who are are you? I don't know who I'm liking. I don't. I don't know who I'm liking. And now you're mad. But it's like literally people have. I get it. People have. And again, mm -hmm. you have the right. You do. To make a decision to change, to grow, to evolve. You you should you, you should, should evolve. Right? As a person, you should most definitely be evolving. However, you should still be true to yourself mm-hmm. instead of trying to be true to an image. Because I can guarantee you, most of the people who super flashy on social media do power probably two months behind. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You making payment arrangements. And don't get me wrong, we've all had a struggle where you had to make an arrangement. But you got payment arrangements, bruh, and you are here flexing on some other kind of shit. And it's just like, bruh, I know you though. I know you. Like, I know you. It's literally... Like, I know you know you. Yeah, yeah. So I just just want people just to get to a space to where they can be comfortable with themselves. With being themselves. Whether that be... Therapy, which I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. This is a beautiful thing for people, specifically black people. Right, because that's a taboo in the community. Because we got PTSD as it is. I don't care what y'all say. But listen, again, it just makes my ass itch <laughs> when I know you and I know you on here front. And like, it's cool to be yourself. Like I said, it's cool to, to grow, evolve, and change your mind about whatever it may be. Just do it in a sense of... <clears throat> honesty mm-hmm. like be real with yourself because right. at, at the end of the day the first time somebody do some shady shit to you you upset oh well you did me dirty i don't even know who you are i don't even know you who is that person who are you right so like, i just <clears throat> i just want people just to be more authentic mm-hmm. like me i know i'm super corny i know <laughs> that i'm well aware that i am a cornball that don't a lot of people don't really know me like that which i'm completely fine with I, but I can promise you that my, I'm the same person with my friends. I may be slightly different. Like, I may be in, in certain conversations with some, but I'm still myself. Right. I can agree with that. Um, I'm, I'm definitely myself with everybody. Right. Ashley, family, anybody gets the same Kiara. And I think that's why things also work for me. Yeah. Too. Um, I was recently, I am currently reading a book right now called Seed of the Soul. Highly recommend this book. Um, but in the book, it states that... Um, you know, authentic power uh, serves you. And authentic power is when your personality comes forward to serve not only your purpose, but also your energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, I mean, that when I when I read that, I actually seen that on an interview with Oprah. And from that one sentence, it made me get this book. Um, amazing, amazing book. But it's so true when you realize who you are, you mm-hmm. know. And, it, and that's a case of evolving. And sometimes people really... Um, they, they know that they're in a space in their life where they need to evolve and they want to, but they don't really know what moves to make, mm-hmm. you know, and with doing so, that's when they're not authentic. Like they're trying to do all these different things. And it's like, yo, you really got to be yourself. You got to be true to your star player. But I feel like that's got to be hella exhausting. Yeah, it has to be. Because as soon as you 
take that app off your phone or as soon as you close that app you go back to being your true self mm-hmm. it's it, i feel i think it was i can't remember exactly where it, it, i heard this from originally but it's three everybody every person has three sides mm-hmm. the person that they want people to think they are the person that they are when, when the mask comes off and then who they really really are who they really like really the, are. the the fucked up shit that, that you think about that you don't tell that nobody don't tell yeah like find a balance man again I can't tell you who to be, what to do, how to do it, but I would really appreciate if you stop and just be authentic. Because understand, I have zero problems with unfriending the motherfucker. That's not that don't bother me. Not now. <laughs> Listen, Ashley will unfriend somebody so fast. You can post too much, and I, you know what? I ain't gonna be able to do it. You real active on my timeline, sis. Now I just feel <laughs> like for my personal growth and my peace. And you know that's just who Ashley is as a person. That she know. That what things bother her Ooh, and what she I call it self care, self care. They can call it what they like. I Don't call it. Let I call it the click of a button, my nigga. Like I'm done. I'm tired. But yes, that is my bitch wet moment. Cause sis, I know you. So bitch what? Bitch what? Who are you? Who are you? Be I, yourself. I know you're tired. Cause you're wearing. Cause too. you're wearing me out. <laughs> Just saying. But yeah. So again, much like Wild Eye Magic. The bitch what segment will come to you every week. Every week. Because I'm pretty sure every week somebody, you know, got you in a moment. Gonna tear my damn nerves up. And I just need to talk to somebody who understands. Help me. Help me understand. <laughs> you know. But we're gonna slide right on over to our conversation piece. And we call that Bit Pour Me Up. So listen, I enjoy a good beverage. Every, you know, beverage. Casual social. I'm a tequila girl myself. I'm, I like brown, but you know, live your life, girl. You know, whatever works for your stomach. Thank okay? you, because you got to live with that out of me. Mm-hmm. You know, but since this is our very first episode, we didn't want to do a little poppy poppy. Don't All mind right, us girl. in our background. In the background, guys, we're gonna be as quiet as you can. Yeah, girl. But pour me up. So this is the pour me up segment where it's pretty much gonna be the main, the meat of. Of the actual episode where we're going to pick a topic that's probably been on our mind or that, that's been in the, in, in the media or what have you that we feel like it's something good to share, to talk through, to get good ideas. It could just be that I had a hell of a week and I need to understand am I crazy or not. Right, because I understand going into this first of all. Um, this podcast, like I said, it's, it's a space for us, but it is literally two best friends letting our hair down, Ooh. talking. You know, like, because that's what we do. That's what I do. That's what I'm She doing. talks a lot. I, I'm a talker. Kiara would talk herself into full conversations, and I just be there, like, moral support, my nigga. Like, ooh. <laughs> Girl, I gotta get that goal. And then, she, then she'll go, what I was saying? Ooh, bitch. I quit taking this. I don't know. We want self diagnose ADHD because you're a creative. <laughs> <laughs> as a creative, I'll say that. As a creative, it's a lot. My mind constantly goes, yo, like. Child, she wears me out. Oh, my gosh. So, um, for this Pour Me Up segment, what we're going to talk about today uh, that's very near and dear, and I think a lot of you guys will be able to relate to it, Ooh. is being black in a white workspace. Oh, Jesus. And Jesus. the things that go on with that, um, how we deal with it. Uh, but first, you know, I, w- I would definitely like to say it's draining. Put me in the game, coach. It's put me in the game, coach. It is draining. Um, AF. <laughs> AF. Um, it, it's just a lot that goes on you know with being a, a black millennial and a woman on top of that in the mm-hmm. workspace um, you know number one the, I can't even say it's the number one thing because there's so many things that irritate me with, with being one of the few black people mm-hmm. um, in my work environment is having to laugh at their corny jokes sure. like girl it's not funny I'm lost half the time I just look at you know what trips me out is they look at you too they look at you waiting for you to laugh I give you nothing you be waiting a long time fucking with me oh my god like I don't even know like so the corny jokes really kill me and it's like am I supposed to laugh like you're, they wait on you to laugh like it, it really trips me out um so yeah man like we'll just talk about the different things that comes along with that um you know the conversation the difference in conversation mm-hmm. and it really shows you you know how we have to code switch yes um and i don't think i mean people do it so we don't even think about it it just happens it's right i tell people all the time i ha- i speak aave African American vernacular. Okay, at the drop of a dime. Uh, like, uh, what was the school Lil Romeo was promoting? 
Girl, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. But yo, like, I'm definitely bilingual when it comes to code switching in the workspace as opposed to just having a normal conversation yeah. uh, with family and friends. So even that is draining, right? And I don't even believe they realize um, how much we do it. I don't think we realize that we do it, yeah. right? It's just something that we've always done. Um, we've always historically have always had to to be something that they want that they when I say they mm. I mean white people. We've always had to be what they wanted us to be. Right. When they when they when they took us, right. We took what they said we were supposed to have. Right. And you know, I don't think a lot of people even realize uh the depth of that though. Like and, and you know I love black culture, black history. Yes. Um and I've worked with several white people. I take it upon myself when I have a, a white friend in the workspace because I do have white friends, but I definitely am that person that likes to teach them different things, especially right. if they're open um, and willing to learn. And I had uh, this one girl that asked me once before, like, um, I, I think I was talking to her about uh, Gullah and Geechee uh, people. And she's like, oh, how did that language form? And, you know, I'm telling her, well, when they brought slaves over, um, they all spoke different languages. And so when, when somebody hears someone speaking their native tongue, they know that's my people. Mm -hmm. So what they did was actually separate us um, and being uh, the people that we are, um, we still came up with the means to actually communicate with each other. And her question after that was, well, how do you know that Afghans spoke different languages? Girl, what? Sis. Sis. How dumb are you? You know, but she, man, she probably she really, did. She really know. wasn't dumb. She was really yeah. intrigued mm -hmm. and she wanted to learn. And I can appreciate a willingness to want to learn. Right, something. right. She was definitely eager to learn. Um, and she didn't know. Like, we went into deep conversation, like, very frequently. Um, and she even said, you know, girl, I grew up uh, in a racist family, like, mm -hmm. in, in the deep south. Of, of South Carolina at that like I, I really don't know so of course you know if you're coming to me and we have this relationship I'm gonna teach you all that I can yeah and I definitely did that um but it's, it's so crazy um you know because some people really just don't know mm -hmm. like the seriousness of this and so um you know to kind of get back on topic with that uh we we came up with means to communicate with one another and then after that, we were never even taught proper English, mm -hmm. right? So even if you have family members now who uh, speak differently or can't pronounce certain words uh, in ways that you can, it's like, yo, when when were we ever taught? Shit, I tell word on my dad's way. You know I tell word. Mm. A few of them. <laughs> Listen, guys. Help me out, okay? I you see no what I'm trying to say? I, I am no T.I. Okay. So, yeah, man, it's just like, you know, being able to code switch at the drop of a dime is something that we do um, that a lot of people can't at all. Right. Whether or not it's a different language or not, like, understand, respect where we come from. Because we also. It's so hard. We, too, are bilingual. Um, so, yeah, man, that's just so, so draining to be in these spaces. Um at all times and, and having to represent yourself in a way. Not like, although you're yourself, mm -hmm. you're not 100% yourself. Right. Right, right, right. Because, I mean, I'm naturally sarcastic. Mm -hmm. I can't help it. It comes out. It comes out and that's where we are. We can either develop it from there or we cannot. That, mm -hmm. That's about the extent of it. So I feel like a lot of times for me at work, I find myself... If they have, if if someone has like a question, or if it's something that that's my actual function mm -hmm. on this job, they'll come to my desk. Hey, Ashley, and I'm probably in the middle of something, or I'm probably playing my podcast in my ear. Right. Either way, you're interrupting me for something that you could have emailed me for and waited on a response. So half of the time, not it's not so much difficult for me as far as communicating. It's just my face, right? Like, you came all the way over here for this. And a lot of, I, I've caught myself at least five times in the last two weeks mm -hmm. where someone has come to my desk with a question that could have been emailed and they could have just waited on a response. And I'm just looking at them like, what the fuck do you want? Oh. And they could see it in my face. Like, I'm so sorry. Were you busy? Well, we're here now. We're here now. But the crazy thing about that is that's just who you are, right? Yeah. And working in a, a white space, um, 
especially for those who aren't used to being around black people, they have in their head already this black person that you are. She's aggressive. You know, like, yeah, she's aggressive or anything else, but also they may only know black women who twerk. So when they hear music, they automatically listen to it. It's like, since people I'm, assume <laughs> I got a big ass that I can be out here twerking. Child. Let me tell you something. I give you two good pops <laughs> and your girl's knees are out. I am no stallion. Girl, none. Okay? None of that. But no, I, I, I do. I, I find myself having to quote unquote soften up. Not that I'm a super hard person because I'm not like anybody who really knows me knows I'm super soft. As far as like with the people that I care about. Right. Like, don't don't do no dumb shit because we ain't gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? But in terms of of how I am with people, I'm super nice. I just look mean, I guess. I mean, maybe you just have a resting bitch face. I probably I definitely do. have that. I, I, either it's a resting bitch face or it's don't get in my space. Don't get and they because they love. I mean, uh-huh. they love to get super close, uh-huh. and I'm like, yo, yeah, yeah, we don't have to be that close to communicate. Right, right, and that's definitely a a thing, a real thing, yo. Like, I mean, just them having in their head that you're first of all, aside from oh, she you know, has a resting bitch face, they only know black women as what the, the society stereotypes us as, right. as angry or aggressive or, you know, sometimes I may have only got two or three hours of sleep and I just don't want to be bothered. I'm literally here to work and you won't let me do so. Or one of you niggas might have told my nurse. <laughs> or that. And it's like, I mean, yo, like, can I just be me? Like, can, can I be here? Like... It's, it's so draining um, at times. And I know, like, especially a lot of times, I'm the only black girl that's in my um, in my field or where what I'm doing. And at your location. At my location. Thank you, girl. So, uh, when I get off, I'm like, yo, let me call somebody <laughs> to make sure, let me make this shit make sense. <laughs> because I am tired. Like, I think, you know, a problem with me um, is I'm a great idea to work with right to hire like oh this is this is a nice black girl and then when they get to know me it's like damn she was like some some Malcolm X type shit or whatever and and then they don't know how to really handle me um but then on the other side of that it's like you know I've come to realize over the past two years everybody thinks I'm like 24 Mm -hmm. at work and I I don't understand a whole 20 about to be 30 next year girl hello yeah, I, I walked in this year, guys. Hello. You know. Dirty 30 Club. 30's here. And so, um, I believe, you know, when they look at me, it's like, oh, this is a young girl. She doesn't come with much experience. And then, you know, when you speak up, then all of a sudden, they're the victims. Right. Um, so, that, too, is it, so much that goes on um, being, you know, either the only or few uh, black people. And then even with few girl, like, oh, I got a black girl that I work with right now. And she was not what I was expecting. You work with an antelope. <laughs> she looks like an antelope. She does. Like, this is the thing. Like, when I seen her, I was like, ooh, I'm not going to be the only one. I was at something. Yeah, yeah, I you told were, you. You, you like a kid come home from school girl. on the first day. Like, mom, guess what? It's another black girl. <laughs> she going to be my friend. We going to talk about these white people together. Like, <laughs> Sis, it's the complete opposite, y'all. Like, she hates me. <laughs> she hates me and I don't understand why it's not like I was going in there like ooh will you be my friend no like I know what it's like to be the only black girl there she tired of them too right? but she literally um, I feel like she wants to be the only black person there mm-hmm. and I'm like wow you one of those niggas huh like she really she really uh, I don't know if she thinks I'm there to take her job which I might be you know I definitely that might be why they hired me um, but sis is just out of control. She lets them get by with so much stuff, like the way that they speak to her and the things that they do. And it's like, wow, y'all are in for a rude, rude awakening mm-hmm. when you realize and understand I'm not going to, I'm not that black woman. You can't, I got boundaries. You can't say certain things. Shout I will not therapy. allow you. No, none of, shout out to my therapist. My therapist. Okay. We're going to definitely get into that because if y'all not in therapy, get in there. Okay. Immediately. It's a blessing. Um, so yeah, it's it's just like, yo, you one of these black women. I've never I mean, I've experienced it before, but what's weird is I always experience that from older black women. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's like, you know, they're seeing this uh younger black girl coming in and, 
and thinking maybe that we're rebels or some sort because I come in with my braids or my twist or my twist outs and it's just like oh no you need to you know conform and do what they say and do this and do that and I'm like no ma'am that that's not gonna happen that's not where we are I'm not my great grandparents I confuse my job on the regular with my hair girl I came in there with a good 22 inch to my natural back to my 22 inch within days within a then a bob I done gave the people braids all in about six <laughs> months my man was like oh you switched it no my nigga this is this is what what grew or a wig oh yeah oh no listen guys I get you a wig now don't, don't sleep on it okay a good old wig I just, and, I, and honestly stuff like that is kind of like I think I had I think I put in some or something or our dead braids I can't remember what I had in at the time and I had to go upstairs to like the fourth floor which is where our executive sit in the little reception just like oh my god I love your hair it's so beautiful and I'm thinking yo these braids people been wearing these braids for a Forever. long time so you mean to tell me I mean she acted as if this was her first time and this lady ever been 65 you changed look like she what she put on is that this was her first time seeing this type of style. And I'm just like, sweetie, it's the black girl across the hall. I saw get off the elevator with Brady. Yeah, she just want to be Why are you? Girl. No, I don't need you to be my friend. I, I need, I just respect me. Respect my space. Right. Respect the fact that I'm coming to work just like everybody else to do my job. I don't need you to gas me, boost me up about my braids. In a way, it's kind of like, you know, still trying to figure out who you are too, right? Like, when we go into these spaces, whether or not it's the older black women or the older white women, right. they literally are intimidating. You come in there with confidence. And I, I think I'm mm-hmm. hard to figure out in general. Mm-hmm. People can never really right. put a gauge on me. Right. Like, they either assume that I'm super bitchy, super mean, and I'm incredibly nice. Super laid back. Well, I don't say incredibly nice, but I'm nice. You're a nice person. Thanks, friend. You're welcome, girl. I try to do what I can do. But, yo, it's so weird to me that this black woman act like this. And so, of course, you know what's bothering me, girl, because I can't figure it out. So, I'm talking to my aunt about it, right? And I'm like, do you treat uh, younger black women like this when they come into the job? And she's like, no. And we're, like, you know, trying to figure it out. Like, maybe it's because she has nieces my age or, you know, millennial nieces. And we do certain things differently. Like, they understand that she respects a difference in generation. And um, maybe some of those women don't. But I'm like, oh, my God, girl, it's no way that I would be able to do uh, work all these, you know, jobs or whatever and then go home and have a family member like you also. Like, Mm -hmm. how are you treating your nieces, if you have any, right. or anybody else, like what are they going through in the workspace as well? And you're being a bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that come off? And I'm like, yo, she's definitely probably making their life hard too. Like, you know, just mm-hmm. being at home because a lot of family members, as being black millennial women um, or black millennials, period, it's hard even, you know, um, navigating family. Yes. Because, you know, even with family, um, we're doing different things. Uh, we live out of state uh, from our families. And, you know, life is just different than what it, what it would have been generations ago. And so with that, sometimes it's, it's hard to even navigate that. Because a lot of times, I think you feel like indebted to your family, mm-hmm. right? Like, they've done so much for us and, and raised us. And I thank God for my family. Um, super, super close family. Uh, however, <laughs> you know, it's not my responsibility to have to do uh, different things or come to every event or right. whatever else, you know. And I think, although that's not expected, I think with they being still, the people they look we are, you. being the people that we are, we're like, oh, I'm trying to make it, you know, yeah. you know, too. And it's a point in life where you literally, me, myself, I got so much going on that I'm like, yo, I can't do it. And if you remember, maybe what, uh, probably up until this year, I used to like triple book myself trying to get to everybody's function you did you know because i feel like the minute that you don't come it's like oh dang why you didn't come i'm just like bro i'm tired and i granted charlotte to greenville or south carolina in theory isn't that far but my nigga you you keep doing it throughout Mm -hmm. a year Mm -hmm. you you super tired real fast so it's not you know that i don't want to come home sometimes because it's just charlotte it ain't like i'm in fucking New York and like I'm in Paris and I got to book all these flights. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's a drastic situation, but still for me, I'm tired. I pay decent money for rent. I work hella hard. 
I'm trying to enjoy it. I would like to be able to enjoy the fruits of my labor. And even if it's not that far, going there and back with nothing in between and no traffic is still six hours. Right. So it's like, you know, on some days where I've had a long week at work, I'm tired. I had to do all these things. And now I have all these business meetings or, you know, all these different things. And somebody's birthday is on Saturday. I can't come into town. And although we don't now, I know in the beginning we did just because, you know, you have to realize like, yo, I'm not obligated to do these things. And I think that's hard for family sometimes to even realize like, oh, she really, she grown. I mean, don't get me wrong because I'm pretty sure that there'll be some family members, not my mama or my aunt. Um, that'll be listening and you know I, I absolutely adore my family like I feel like we have some of the best times together like holidays or mm-hmm. if we just have a random let's all get together we have the absolute best time but a bitch is tired girl and you know my mama I done had to go to work all week time and deal with these white people and try to be the nice black girl in the office and I would like to sit down and be a nigga at home Excuse my language. <laughs> That's what I want to do. You know, I just want to do hood things. Hood things, hood with, my friends. things with my friends. That's it. You know, like cause, yo, how has life has changed so much? Like we're twenty nine and thirty now. We don't. We can't do. We Two. don't and can't do the same things that we were doing at twenty twenty. It's like half of my super super close and my best friends have children now, and then the other half don't. So. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, it's interesting to see how everybody's life has changed right. and how significant things have really changed their lives. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, right. you got to figure out where to get in, where to get people their space. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm someone sometimes where I'm probably not the best communicator when it comes to my friends. I may like, oh, well, I know they're probably busy doing this and I got this going on. So I'll just leave it alone. And don't get me wrong, from I'll say the the vast majority of my close close friendships, I don't talk to them every day. But when I do talk to them, it's like it's like I talked to you yesterday. But I do know that I still need to work on and get better at nurturing. Right. Because now my mom and my oldest sister I probably talk to every day, if not every other day. The baby, she's in college, so she do her own little thing. But she will call. But I know I have to get better at nurturing my friendships. Right. Me, on the other hand, I definitely nurture uh, any type of relationship. You call everybody. <laughs> I call everybody, yo. Like, keep in touch. I mean, even if, you know, I know I'm busy, I find times, um, you know, I and mean, sometimes it is overwhelming because I, I have so much going on now that, both of my phones stay on silent because right. I, I just can't. Um, but I'm definitely a person who uh, nurtures and maintains um, my relationship no matter uh, what that is. Friendships, families, whatever. Sure. Like, you're going to hear from me. And if I haven't heard from you in a while, right. I'm, I'm reaching out like, yo, what's up? No, like, I think like a, like a prime example, my uh, my best friend since like, fourth grade? Fourth grade. Like, me and Portia may go a few weeks, possibly a month. You know, she's a new mom. My bestie's a mom now. You know, without maybe being able to connect or whatever. But when we get the opportunity to have a conversation, me and Portia is guaranteed to be on the phone for it. Jesus Christ. We are guaranteed to be on the phone for at least two, three hours. I'm like, ooh, girl, we got to go to bed. We got work in the morning. You know what I'm saying? But it's nothing but unconditional love. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's good, too, because uh, most of our friends, our millennial friends, understand it's never an issue right, right. And that's a sign of true friendship too we can just pick back up yeah where we left off however all of us are busy yeah like we all the the people that we surround ourselves with and that we are in relationships with are all doing like super dope and amazing things yeah um we're, we're traveling more we're going we're doing so much that i don't even think no one it would cross anybody's mind that, oh, she's blowing me off or what she's doing or whatever yeah. else. Like, I, I can't see that. Now, the people that I would happen to see on, on social media that say things like that, I'm like, yo, you're really not doing anything with your life, yo. Niggas, <laughs> <laughs> it's busy out here. Too busy like, to post it. Too busy to post it. Like, granted, I mean, I be on social media a lot, but I can't, I rarely post, like, anything that I'm doing because most of the time it literally is just, like, on the go. Um, so, I mean, I think that's amazing that, like, we all understand it because balance for us looks different. Absolutely. Balance for us definitely looks different, and we're all trying to figure it out, guys. <laughs> we are. Class A. Winging it. it. Like, we are winging it. Bro. I have no idea. I, I feel like, granted, don't get me wrong, my mom is the shit my mama did 
everything that she could in her apps and her powers to make sure that her children were straight. She made sacrifices mm. like nobody's business. Like my mama is the shit, you know. Shut but up, I, I shut up, my dukes. But I do feel like we all weren't necessarily prepared for this adult Yo. thing. You know, not to say that your parents can't can't tell you everything about life. But it feels like, you know, like you, I feel like I was just in freaking high school. I can't mm-hmm. wait till I get my own place. Right. And I can't wait till I be able to stay up late. Bitch, I'm in bed at 8.30. Because <laughs> I got to get up at 4.30. And get mad if I got to be in there later. Yeah. But the thing about that is, too, when you look at it, like, you know, that's just like us being teenagers and thinking that 30-year-olds were grown. Girl. They had, like, figured out. And they out. Now here we are. I called my mama Saturday after I saw a jacket was on sale. I said, Mama, it's this. She was like, Girl, I already got me one. I was like, Why you didn't get me one? Put it on the Christmas list. You know, okay. so no 30 year olds, unfortunately, we are not adults. 30 year olds, we're trying to fix the fuck ups from 20. Ooh, from our 20s. That makes sense. Because I can tell you for a fact, there were a lot of things that I've, I ain't gonna say that I fucked up, but there were a lot of things that I could have done better had I had the tools mm-hmm. that I have now. Because mm-hmm. I haven't graduated college. You know, it, it's been one of the ongoing things. Like, I'll go. Right. Then something, the happens. Happens. then something happens and then I'll stop. So, everybody's life is different. Everybody has different journeys to go through. Mm-hmm. But, again, had I known some things now. And that means had I known some things then that I know now. I could have set myself up for much more success. Mm-hmm. But I also got to be appreciative of the journey. Because I, I feel like. Granted, I'm a softy. Depending on the situation, I'll probably, you know, tear up depending on who it is, what it's about. Mm-hmm. But I'm tough as shit. Right, right. And then, although you say you would have set things up differently, those things were set up mm-hmm. to get you to where you are. You they know, were, but yeah, you know, listen, I, life has hit me multiple times. In the chest. Okay, but one thing about me is I will not stop. <laughs> In the chest. Like the wind of Chicago. Okay, bitch. girl. Like, but you don't stop. Literally, persistence. Being consistent yeah. and knowing exactly who you are and stand, standing firm on who you are as a person. And that goes back to being authentic. Like we were Yes. Saying. Like, you know, girl, like it's, if you understood how hard we fought, we when I say we, I mean my all of my close friends, my siblings. If you understood how hard we fought. I can't be somebody else because mm-hmm. I fought real hard to, to be this here. version of myself. To here, yo. Like, okay. so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's got to be exhausting for people who are trying to be something else because I know you've had to go through some things. Mm-hmm. It's like you went through those things in vain. Right. Because you're really not honoring you don't your struggle. It. You don't accept yeah, it. Yeah, right? you're not like, honoring your struggle because you're too busy trying to be something else. Right. Like, let those things make you mm-hmm. into you who you really are. And life has a way to life. To life. I mean, yo, my grandma used to say all the time, keep on living. Grandma, I know because my feet hurt when I put heels on now. Listen, I, <laughs> when my friend got, before she got married, bro, I was like, ooh, bitch, she got us chunky heels. Yes. Yes, to the chunky because heels. Because Portia got us some stilettos. Sis, I've been in that. I'll movie. find the chunky version of this here shoe. Let me wear it. Okay. And we will drop it. Because it, uh, Kiara's cousin, which is also my other best friend, Child, I don't know what was going on with them shoes that we had for her wedding. Oh, if somebody could show us the tape, the video, if she ever got it, I promise you, you you will see at least four of her bridesmaids, yeah. self included. <laughs> Everybody went down three inches because they came out of the Yo, shoe. I don't know what those shoes were. And it hurt everybody. I it never, wasn't just one person. I never put them on again. I mean, I bought the shoes. They're in the my wedding. closet. I never put them on. I really don't even want to see the shoes. I, I have scared. never had a heel to hurt my feet. Yeah, by the time we walked head. out of the procession, everybody was in the little breezeway with their shoes <laughs> off because my pinky toe was under great distress. Screaming. <laughs> Screaming. So, yeah, man. So, I mean, going back to all those things, we balance different. Life is different yeah. for us. And so, we're literally trying to make it work, make it do what it do. Um, you know, and in, like Jamie in in this phase, literally, I mean, so if it's the white people at work, the family members who don't understand that you're really trying to just make it, the voice in your head, the voice in your head, because that can be a bitch. 
Because she's disrespectful. Oh my God. The be way kind. she treats me sometimes, that's what I've be been kind to That's yourself. what I've been trying to drill in the most, I think, over the last three months is giving myself grace mm-hmm. and giving the same grace to other people. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes people can't help that they're stupid as shit. Oh, yeah, they can't. I don't, sometimes they don't know. They don't they're know they're stupid as shit, right? shit. And I think it's my it's, face that tells them. And that's also how you perceive stupid. No, it's stupid. <laughs> I mean, it, it's definitely stupid. No. However, some people, you can't, I was just telling my daughter earlier, she's a freshman this year, but I'm like, yo, you know, always understand and always remember that you can't, you're not in control of how other people act. People perceive things differently than you. And they might, you know, just all around do life way differently than you. So be, you know, I see you shake your head, girl. No. But I mean, that's true. They're you could just perceive things completely different. Although they they could just be stupid. But yeah, um, you know, they're dumb. But listen, guys, we will get off on a whole tangent. We will have y'all here for hours. And we do not want to overwhelm you on the very first episode of Melanated Celebrated. But we do want to thank you guys for taking your time to play this whether you, you're playing it at work to make your day go by, you're playing it while you're working out, whatever the case may be. We just want to thank you all for taking the time to hear us out um, and, to, and to let you know what's coming to you. We look forward to your support to grow Absolutely. for us to all have for us to all use this space um, again. You know our social handles. Um, you can definitely visit the podcast Instagram, which is um, at Melanated Celebrated, mm-hmm. um, to keep you current on you know what's coming coming from us. We may every now and again we may ask you what you want to talk about. We may ask for your feedback on certain topics. So, so feel free to yeah. give us that information. Like I said, this space is very important. Um, because all of us, like I said, might not have that bestie or boo or family member that they can call and lean on and to understand them and, you know, to just really let them vent. Um, so if you don't have that, we're here, sis. We are You know, here. we are melanated celebrated. Now, please understand that I fall asleep real fast, so, um, <laughs> uh, I can't guarantee you a quick response. Howsoever, I will get to you. Because I respond in my mind quite frequently. Kiara knows. She'd be like, girl, I text her. Like, oh, I responded. <laughs> and she did. It's okay. I, it's all love. It's love. It's love. It's love. It's love. In the words of Monique, I love us for real. For real. <laughs> but seriously, though, thank y'all so much for tuning in. We super, super appreciate the support that we've gotten thus far. It's been, again, I'm not a social media person, so I was very much so overwhelmed when we you know, let you guys know that when the launch was going to be and all that good stuff. So again, thank you so much for the support for everybody who shared, everybody who commented, who liked it, everyone who subscribed. And give us feedback. Please. We definitely would appreciate feedback. But be kind. Be kind. Give us grace. Give us grace because we need that. We're just starting and we just decided we're going to fail. Because I'm a cousin Christian. We're going to fail forward. (laughs) We're going to fail forward, guys. But remember, this is a space for us. So thank you. Talk to y'all later. Bye.